They're not gonna die for the two minutes that we've turned off the tank. But I think that this works. I hope. Why is it that you can hear me, although it's underneath my chin? Are you talking? Yeah, I'm talking. Oh, I was about to plug it out. Okay, Don't. when it's done. This girl died. Good morning, everyone. Grand Rising. We are back like we never left, always. And we're here with episode 32. Woo. Cue the round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> I'm clapping my mug. I'm so excited. We have done this 32 times. 32 and, you know, weeks. we've been consistent. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to continue to be consistent um, and making sure that we get these out. I just time. Like, I like the <laughs> I like the discipline that I have to maintain mm-hmm. because it's definitely manifesting in other parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Working out again, making sure that you're still eating clean, mm-hmm. not consuming too much alcohol and other substances. Carbs. Um, carbs. It's the carbs for me. I mean, they're great. <laughs> but if have carbs didn't like taste so good. lifestyle one. Right? Because it's the carbs, people. Yeah. They're in everything. <laughs> and sometimes, you know what? Turn the back of the pack around. Look at the nutritional facts. Right. You know, calories are one thing it's good to look at, but sometimes you would be shocked when you see the amount of carbs that are in something that, you know, you don't think. Or like the salt and fat content. Oh my God. A lot of those, it's like, oh, for one cookie, you have 20 grams of fat. Which but is crazy. It's one nice cookie. Yeah. You're only having one. I think you that's know? the thing too. It's like portion control. Oh yeah. You know, like how do I make sure that I'm, I want to indulge and enjoy something that I have something that I enjoy. Yeah. But you know, also it can get out of hand right. or if you have a bag of chips are you only gonna eat a handful of chips or the recommended amount yeah that they say on the right. back of the bag the serving size yeah how many know you're only supposed to eat 10 chips which is crazy yeah but it's like it's salt and fat and oil and sugar yeah so it's like duh <laughs> only eat 10 but they're also like you're gonna want to buy another bag right like i think that's the thing is like we've watched I know you've watched, too, like, food documentaries yeah, where they talk about what's in your food and what you're consuming. We really don't know. But then before, they didn't really give the details on the bag. Now right. they give you the details to let you know what's in it. And a lot Half of the look. stuff you can't read. Yeah. But it's easier to buy a bag of chips and think that's a snack because you're craving something. You don't, you don't want a full meal. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like that's a snack. But you can have the idea of veggies and dip is like, <clears throat> who's going to want to eat that? Right. I don't want to eat that. I think, I think if we focus more on like nutrient-dense foods, mm-hmm. we wouldn't feel so much of a need to yeah. overeat or indulge in snacks and empty calories yeah. where you're feeling you're going to crash anyways and it's not giving you the energy and the nutrients that your body needs. Yeah. And you know? the thing that's so funny is like, um, we both took food and nutrition mm-hmm. in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. And she was, our teacher was serious about it. Like she, yes. she was fit, but she was serious about what you're eating. And she never talked about restriction, but she always talked about what exactly you're eating. Right. The kind of foods you're eating, your lifestyle, you know, and it's like, it's true. You know, we both, we live in a neighborhood where it's a lot of families around us and 
now that the weather's getting nice, we see them taking up their bikes, going for walks, right. you know, like being active. Taking because the pet out. You live in a neighborhood where, you know, there's parks, there's trails, but I feel like a lot of us, we just quarantine aside, we don't really do that. Right. And it's like looking and seeing people do it. Yeah, they have kids, so it motivates you to do it more. Right. But it's like there are people who don't. And they're like, we have bikes. We have, you know, and we take this to be active rollerblades. Like, just to get outside the fresh air alone. And just any type of active, you know, activity, it's always great. But I think we should all be intentional with the things that we do. You know, intentional in all the relationships that we have. Right. And we already kind of started talking about food. And I think that is a relationship we all have. We all have our own personal relationships with food. And it's like you have to be intentional about your relationship with food because it can go bad either way. Right. You know, like it could be your emotional crutch. You know, not everybody drinks, not everybody smokes, but their favorite food or their indulgent meal that they love Maybe they get that. Maybe you start every Friday. Because I remember growing up, we used to get, like, pizza on Fridays or, like, takeout on a Friday. But it's, like, now that I'm older and I make my own money, takeout can be every day of the week. Right. You know? So right. if my relationship was always, like, Fridays was an indulgent day and every other day, you know, you kind of fall in line. It's, like, when you're older and depending on your relationship with food, your intentions towards it, whether your emotions are, you know, up and down, it could be take out every week right quarantine it right. could be hey you're not even going to take it out you're it's being delivered right you know what i mean I so it's crazy a great point that you made especially when it comes to your relationship with food and the intention that you have with food mm -hmm. so god forbid you're going through something really crappy and you know you don't um abuse alcohol yeah. or other drugs mm -hmm. but for some when i'm sad i'm gonna have a slice of cake Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and mm -hmm. it's like the relationship or the intention there is to feel good yes, yes but maybe we're not dipping into the foods that are going to nourish our body yes. that are going to raise the the, ser the serotonin and the good chemicals in our body mm -hmm. to make us you know feel better about this certain situation yeah um great way of bringing in the topic yep. which is about intentional relationships yep um, and that means food, that means people, that means places, that yeah. means thoughts. It's like everything. So I already know this is going to be a multiple part, you know, topic. Mm -hmm. Because everything that we do has an intention, even if you're not aware of it. Right. Even if you haven't dived deep, if you're not self-aware enough to really recognize what that intention is or what you're leading with. Right. It's, it's real. And I think food is a good example because, one, I know I've gained a lot of weight from the lockdown. Right. And at first, it's like, oh, it's a lockdown. I didn't really go out like that before, mm -hmm. so I didn't think I was impacted. And then the idea of working from home was like, oh, I don't have to, like, commute every day. So at first, it was, like, cool. But then as time went on, it was like, I'm always home. I'm not going outside to com the commute I miss now just to, right. to leave home, you know? Right, right. Home right. you're supposed to go and come back to. Like, that's just was the routine. So it's like whenever you leave home, you can't wait to get back home. And then when you're always home, you you know what I mean? You can't you feel wait to trapped. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. didn't really go out like that because I kind of stopped going clubbing. But 
it just felt like I didn't have distractions or things outside to kind of have more fulfilling things to do. Right. So when I felt like that, or I was like, you're bored, you're in the house, nothing to do. You're going to eat something, you know, or even if you're baking, even if you're making the thing, it's like you're willing to make a trip to the store to buy the ingredients to make that dish that, you know, you're at home. That will, one, take up time making it. Two, you're going to enjoy it. But I think what I've recognized with foods like that with me is once I eat it and I'm validated and satisfied, when it's done, it's done. Right. <laughs> right. So you have the build up. I'm going to make my favorite dish. I'm going to, you know, it's done. It's in front of you. You cut your piece out. You you eat it. You watch your show. But when it's done, you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah. And, and then, then the good thing about being home. Yeah. Or being near access to a grocery store, mm-hmm. you could go and get another dish mm-hmm. and make another dish, and mm-hmm. I think that that's the habit for me mm. that I've that I've developed. Um, like when it's done, like yeah, like with quarantine especially, mm-hmm. um, you come home when you're done work, you don't really eat because you get home so late. But on your day off, mm-hmm. it's like you're overeating to compensate for the lack of eating during your work day. Yeah. For me. Yeah, that's something that, that I've realized, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't have time to eat at work. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to eat the minimal. I'm going to come home. I'm going to be tired, but I know I'm not working tomorrow. Right. So I'm waking up bright and early tomorrow and I'm eating like a full meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I realized that not only on like off days, but mm-hmm. on days that I'm not feeling too well. And now I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm now putting that into a routine. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It's definitely why I packed on a couple pounds. Yeah. Love it either way. And I think the way to kind of help what I'm doing, what you're doing to transition out of that is to be intentional with our goals, Mm -hmm. with food and our plans for our health overall and like what we're going to do to change that. So it's like your goal is to get rid of the weight that you packed on. So now the intention with food, you have to change that relationship and you have to make it goal oriented, yes. you know, to help you hit that. Right. So that would include, um, um planning, planning, proper planning, meal prepping, meal prepping. um, you know, look at what you're putting in your cart, mm-hmm. you know, maybe organizing the meals around the ingredients that you're buying so that you don't feel like, oh, I'm not really using lettuce like that, so it's going to waste. Yeah. Buy the lettuce when you know you're going to make a salad or use it for a sandwich yes. or whatever. I've learned that too because first, moving in here, this new place that we have, if y'all don't know, the new year we have moved into a place together. This is our first time um, moving out of our parents' home. Yeah. And it's going into April, so it's been four months. And at first, you know, you just buy, fill the fridge, buy groceries, buy what you think you need. And a lot of it goes to waste because you didn't use it. Right. You know? But now it's like, okay, get what you need to get because you know what you want to cook or you have an idea. Right. And then you can use up those ingredients, have those meals set, and then when you need to do another shop, you can go again. I feel like it saves money, too, because you know what you want to get. Right. Um, agreed. Um, I think our 
building of a pantry mm. helped us out. <laughs> I don't know. But Shout you, out but to you because you were really gunning for it. I was like, who cares? Pantries. Like, no, we need to have one. I'm we like, need okay. to have it. I believe, totally believe everyone needs a pantry because. I agree now, but I just didn't see the reason for it. Girl. I was like, of course you live we across have the street. You know what I mean? No, but in my head, I'm like, oh, just put it in the cupboard. Why do we need a nut? Like, why do we need a designated area? Mind you, we live in a townhouse with multiple sets of stairs. So <laughs> the only that's place that we go, I'm like, oh, that's a trip. You know? So yeah. I understood the concept and the need for sure. But totally makes sense. You know, I couldn't imagine not having it because... You know there are things a stairway down. Yeah. As opposed to needing to get in your car. Mm-hmm. And then that item may possibly not even be on sale. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think that's too that's true. It's like when it's on sale, buy more than buy multiple and then you know, our cupboard space is limited. Anyone's cupboard space is limited, so you need to have another option. Yeah. But that's another thing. It's like if you already know with food, you know certain things you're gonna be making, you know. Certain dishes require certain things, you know, if you're cutting out, let's say, meat. Because we both don't really eat that much red meat. You know, chicken and fish are, like, the main two that I eat. And, like, chicken is literally barely um, once or twice a month. Something you could, you could, so I would say our other sources of protein and things like that come from beans and lentils. Yep. And, you know, shout out to your moms. Thanks, mom. Because she gave a whole bunch of that. So it's like, we have a stock of things that we already intend to be cooking. Right. Because one, it's going to give us the nutrients we need. You're going to be full, so you won't overeat. Right. Um, but I think where it comes with meal prepping, and I have to admit, although my intentions to start cooking this way and you know eating this way is to lose weight and to have a better relationship with food overall because it got, you know, it yeah. flipped in quarantine. Yeah. So I think my issue with that is I feel, I take it as like eating this way is great, but also I'm missing out on the things I really want to eat. Right. I'm right. not indulging as much. And indulgence for me has always been a part, like I just feel like I need to indulge in the things I want. Especially if I know I'm being strict. Like you talked about discipline. It's like I am being disciplined. I am following the rules. I am heading towards the goal I set. But why can't I have it? <laughs> you know? And like I'm throwing off the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where I struggle. Is because I I just feel like it's time yeah. to eat something that I want now. Right. Because I feel like it's like somebody's making me eat this, but it's me who's made. Like, I'm the <laughs> one who set up the plan, but I feel like, oh, somebody said I couldn't have right. cake anymore. Right. And somebody said whipped cream was the double. And somebody said you can't have sour cream, it's full of fat. So it's like, I already don't overeat things. Right. But I think when I'm like, I'm indulging, I'm indulging. And right. I don't care. I'm right. going to eat it. So I think having all these things, the pantry, it's set with the things we need. And it's like, okay, you may not need to make more trips to the grocery store. So that's savings. Two, you have the things you need. So technically, if you fail, it's on you because you have it. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, that's where my brain is trying to like keep, keep me at. Right. 
because I need to stay disciplined and order anyone trying to lose weight and having those goals, you do need to stay disciplined because it's so easy. Right. And although it's like, okay, one cheat meal, honestly, I think when you do it once, you're going to do it twice in my head. Like, you know, the second time it may be a bit more because you're like, it's okay. Throw another right. scoop in. Right. Like, I feel like it's never going to be the one slice each time. Right. Each cheat. Oh, okay. You know, each rest day, Friday rest days. Each rest day, because I know my last rest day, I definitely ate, like, um, ice cream and chocolate and the Dairy Queen thing. That was on a rest day. Okay. So that's where I'm like, yes, it's a rest day, but it's not a rest from what I decided I was going to do with my diet. Right. But it was I a rest of working out. Yeah. So in my brain, I'm like, well, I guess we're resting on the diet too. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think... Um, Something that I realized is, like, just the importance on a physical activity level, the relationship that you have with food. Like, Mm -hmm. you can burn yourself out at the gym with a trainer at home, but if you're not eating well, if you're not feeding, fueling your body with intentional foods, you know, to build up your body in a healthy way, to lose weight, to gain muscle, to to stay toned, whatever your reason for wanting to become physically active, Mm -hmm. um... Just making sure you know why you're doing something. And I think that's why we're driving the intention piece into it so much. Because I know for me, my intention, yes, is weight loss. Yes, not not being able to find something to make. So I'm going to meal prep so that I have something for work or whatever the next couple days. But Mm -hmm. there are times where I don't want to eat that thing. Or I'll double up my portion. Mm. You know, like I realized with me, it's already portioned out. Yeah. What I'm going to be eating, but I'm also still hungry after this. Yeah. So the discipline piece kind of leaves portion. me where it's like, I want another portion because it's meal prep. I did the right thing, right? Yeah. I cooked it. Yeah. It's not fatty. Mm. It's healthy. So mm-hmm. why can't I have another portion of the thing that I made? Right. So that tends to be my battle when it comes to mm. um, my relationship with food, whether yeah. it be something that's healthy that's being made. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, if it's healthy, if I did the right thing, then I could tweak it a bit in maybe eating more than the allotted amount. Yeah. You know? I get that so um, much. I get that. I just, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, just to piggyback off of that, was um, for me, with meal preps, I get bored of the same meal every day. Okay. If it's a four-day meal prep, if it's a... Like, for me, I, I try to meal prep for the week. So when I have one meal for the week, that's where I'll fall off. Because by the third day, I'm already over it. Right. And so to me, it's like, what the heck? So I realized that for me to be intentional um, with my goal, I have to either do two to three days of a meal prep with one meal. Or if I don't have to do two meals right. for that one week. And whether three days or four days out of the week, I'm eating one and switch off. But I can't do one straight for seven days. Like, I've made okay. a pot of chili and said, I'm going to eat chilies with, like, these crackers. And, like, that's or my lunch. Or rice one day. Or potatoes one day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have the chili as the portion. All these, you know, containers full of the same portion of chili. And whatever I ate it with, whether it was, like, avocado, a salad. You know what I mean? Like, whatever I paired it with was, like, cool. But the fact that the chili was a consistent thing there... It was like I'm eating the same thing over and over and I felt like I'm missing out. Right. 
I'm not indulging. This isn't what I want, but it is. My intention is to lose weight, so it is what I want. But it's like my relationship with food is like it's food. Yeah. I can buy what I want. I can literally go and get what I want. I feel like I take it as a punishment. Mm. Like I'm, you know what I mean? Somebody said I couldn't have it. And right. so I want it more. And like, I don't even, in my tea, I may put like brown sugar or my coffee, but I'm not really big on like sugar. Yeah. But like it's like, I add crave it, to it other more. Dishes. Yeah. Like since working out and like cutting out a bit, I've craved it way more than I ever have. Right. Like, there's ice cream in the freezer. It's been in there. Forgot about it. You know what I mean? It's been in there. And it's butterscotch swirl. I love butterscotch. I love ice cream in general. Mm -hmm. But I forgot about it. Because I know I have a goal. It's a treat. Either way, whether you have a thing or not, it's a treat. Ice cream isn't something you should finish the box of or the carton. Right. But in my mind, the other day, I was like, oh, there's ice cream in the freezer. Right. So it was like, I've completely forgot about it right. for all these weeks, days. And all of a sudden, I'm like, there's ice cream. You know, there's there's um, frosted cookies as well. <laughs> like, I, I just remember all the stuff that I shouldn't have. Right. Whatever I'm like in the, especially like midweek. I start off the week good and I can end the week off good. But in the middle, I get shaky. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, uh, with meal prepping... I love it so much because I know I'm very simple in that I will eat the chili mm-hmm. for the seven days. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with eating chili for the seven days, but mm-hmm. then I feel like I'm limiting myself in next week because I remembered the recipe of the chili. Yeah. I may actually make it again for a second week. Like I'm very, yeah. I find myself becoming more restricted in what I'm making because yeah. I'm making one thing for seven days. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have the drive to like look for another recipe. Not that the chili was bad, but hey, it worked for one week, so it can't so work again. Let's do it again. You know what I mean? So that I find sense. I find myself really only eating the same things over and over. And I think yeah. your body should have variety anyways. Mm-hmm. Um but that's something that I'm working on. Like, of course you like chili, but you also like chana. Mm-hmm. You also like stews. You also like just salads. You also like wraps. So yeah. you can alternate with yes. what you want to eat. Even and that's though what I need. I yeah. need variety. Yeah. Because that's where I fall off. I cannot do. It's like a, for me, anything that's standard straight line, I could follow the line. But my brain, who I am, I have to curve. I have to. It has right. to switch up. Right. It has to be colorful. Okay. I can't have <laughs> soup because soup is like brownish. Okay. You know, and if I do have soup, that's why I have to add the peas and the carrots and the thing. I need color in it. Right. That's why, like, you know, years back, I was vegan, and that's what excited me about being vegan is because you had to kind of invent shit. Right. To make, right. and then when you did. It was way colorful than what you ever ate before. Right. Because you're including more veggies, more different things you never ate. So I think the variety and the color and the newness of it is what made me be an actual full vegan. Right. For like a good year plus, I would say. Right. Definitely don't think I made it three years, but I definitely made it over a year. Right, right, right. And it's not hard. It's just a lifestyle. Um, and I love cheese. I can make vegan cheese really well, but there's something about <laughs> oh, <that's all> cheese. 
just cheese. It doesn't, you know, the stringiness of it, the pull. You the, like you it's like just the whole not the thing. Same thing. Understood. But I know I can cut it out because I have. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's like everything about veganism I can do, but it's like the cheese. I think that's the thing with me. I could be disciplined, and I was, but then my the moment where I not relapsed, but the moment where I had my hiccup mm-hmm. and I can no longer call myself a vegan was because I ate cheese. Right. I right. got cheese on it that time. You know what I mean? And I didn't have to because every time I ordered the same thing, I didn't get cheese. But the one time I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm getting the cheese. <laughs> and then I blew the whole vegan diet, the whole <laughs> vegan lifestyle. And I was, I can no longer call myself a vegan. And then because I had already blown it, I'm like, can't backpedal. So <laughs> I think it was like Christmas or Thanksgiving. And it's like, hey, I'm having turkey now. Right. So it's like my intentions were to do, I think with intentions, I think what's messed up is like, you have the intention when you're going towards your goal, when you're right. setting out on the journey. You have the intention of what you want, what you're looking for, mm-hmm. what you're trying to accomplish. But along the way, because we're human, your brain, other things, distractions pops up and it can kind of steer you from what you intended, what you set out for. And I think that's where we struggle with that because we need to have intentional relationship, uh, an intentional relationship with food because if you're somebody who maybe isn't as disciplined, you know it's gotten out of hand. Right. So you know now my relationship with food, I have to be intentional at this time in my life yeah. to see the results and the change that you want to see, to line up with the goal. And yeah, because we've both done it. When you're on top of your food game, Weight loss, working out, that lifestyle, it's nothing. Yeah. Because it was second nature. Mm-hmm. We didn't, like, meal preps wasn't a thing where you're dragging your feet to do. Yeah. It it's something you were, lo- you were look- looking for. Exactly. You were excited about it because you've seen the results that it gave you. Yes. But I think the importance of having an intentional relationship related to food, it's something we all got to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever your diet is you know you have to eat healthy for you, for your yes. body. Whether physical activity is a part of your life, yes. you know if you want to have a longevity mm-hmm. of a life on this realm, and that I you think have to eat well. That's the main point. It's like, with intentions, regardless of what we're talking about, it's for the long term. Yes. Anything that you go into intentional, it's because long term you're trying to sustain it to be what you want it to be, to have the outcome you want. Agreed. But you know what I mean? So it's like long term, what you do today will affect us when we're 40. Because if we're intentional, if we continue this, then it won't be a thing. Right. You only It's not even second nature to you. You're just about it. It's a lifestyle at this point. At that point. And I know I'm not at lifestyle yet because <laughs> I'm jumping back into it. And I, I think I didn't realize when I fell off. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because when you lose the intention or when it shifts or it wavers, I think sometimes it's hard to hop back on it. Right. Because you're focused on the fact that you've already fell off. So it's like, like I said, I, I ate the cheese, so fuck it, I'm done. But my intention was to, when I was vegan, was to lead that lifestyle, and I was. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I just fell off and I left it there. You know what I mean? And then my intentions, what was my intention? I was consuming food with no intention right of what was there prior or your goal exactly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um i love it i'm definitely uh for making sure that everything is with intention especially pertaining to food 
Um, I love that you stated that it was going to be a parter because we were actually supposed to talk about friendships and relationships. We were supposed to talk about friendship and relationships, but it just kind of flowed. It just, it flowed. And <laughs> it was like, this is definitely going to be a parter because we didn't even think about food. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> but we were talking about food before we started this. Yes, we did. Actually, <laughs> talking about what the meal prep for the week was going to be. That's what, that... That's what prompted the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It so it just worked. And I think lastly would be like, what's your purpose? Pertaining to your intention with food. Yeah. There needs to definitely be a reason for everything. Yeah. But since we're covering food, I think that whether your relationship is an emotional one mm-hmm. with food or there's, um, there's just misinformation that you probably didn't get pertaining to the foods that you've been consuming, whether that's traditional, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's something that is cost effective for you. Yep. I believe the purpose in everything that you put into your mouth and your body and that you consume should be with intention, whether or not it's something that's healthy. If it's, if you can only afford chicken and you can't afford legumes, who am I to say not to buy it? Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you know, Maybe opt out of not frying. Maybe bake. Maybe broil. Maybe steam. There are other ways Mm -hmm. and techniques that you could do with your food to make it. Yep. Yeah. Make it a healthier piece for you. So I I think your purpose is. I agree a hundred percent. Very important. I think that, like you said, your purpose has to be, you know. A positive relationship with it. Yeah. Regardless of if it's a weight loss journey that you're trying to start. Maybe, you know what, you know um, you're not really going to be active. And maybe, let's say you're heavier. And you can start with food. Your purpose is to live a long, healthy life. Your purpose is to change the current lifestyle you have or to change the negative relationship you have with it. Then if you go with that and you stick with that, then you're good. You're Gucci because... I feel like we all need a center that we're functioning from. Yeah. You need something to keep you grounded and you need something to keep you focused. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, their kids maybe motivate them. But I feel like even with if you have kids or not, you need to have yourself grounded in your purpose and the purpose of what you're doing and the intention what you're, with what you're doing and how you're trying to move forward. Agreed. Because you're never... And I realize that it's like you'll go two steps forward, three steps back if that's not there. And if you don't allow it to guide you and to take you through the motions because then you're like, okay, if you fall off, then you're blaming yourself. Yeah. Then you're picking at yourself and then you're not picking yourself back And up. no one's saying that you can't fall It's not a bad thing because slip. you're gonna fall. I yeah. think that's the yeah. thing. It's like, you're gonna mess up. Yeah. Like for me, it was like, yes, I ate the cheese, but the next day I could have easily gone back. Right. No problem. Yeah. Gone back to my purpose, gone back to the original mm-hmm. intention. But I didn't. And I just said, oh, I already failed. And I wallowed in that. And then I just said, you blew it. Yeah. And then that was it. So mindset's very important as well. A hundred percent. Um, When it comes to, again, your purpose. Mm-hmm. There needs to be an intention. There needs to be a reason. You need to drive your purpose. Yeah. Your reason why you're doing something. Yeah. But pertaining to the specific the why. topic. It's the why Food is life, me. food is medicine, oh my God. food is health, food is great, but mm-hmm. food could also be bad if you make it that way. Yes. So eat and be merry eat and be well. and be merry yeah. and be well, but understand that like Kip said, 
your relationship with food can be bad. Yeah. And just try to bring the intention in of what you truly want because I think food and consuming food is such a passive thing. Yeah. You may think, I want pizza today, and you get the pizza, but once you consume the pizza, when you're consuming the pizza, you're not even really, like, you may say, this is great. Yeah. But then it's done. So it's like, you have to, you know, have intention with it. That's why I understand people who are like, I grow my own food. Right. I pluck my own food. I It kind of makes it a thing. It makes it a process. Mm -hmm. And so you value it more. I think a lot of us don't value the food that is, one, provided by the earth. And we take it for granted because we know resource. You don't know where the resources come from. Yeah. We live in a privileged world where you can go to the grocery store and find produce. Not everybody has that luxury. Facts. But we know that the earth and everything is changing. And we don't know how it's going to be 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. But currently, we can do something to make it better. Because if you don't know how to survive, maybe on less... If you don't know how to survive on what you never had to before, if you were used to being able to get steak every week and now quarantine whenever, you don't know how to make a sauce without meatballs. You don't, you know what I mean? You don't know how to function. I think veganism, if it taught me anything, was that you can take nothing and make Literally something. You nothing. can take yeah. beans and make it into whatever. You know, what are you eating? Yeah. What are you consuming? What are you putting in your body? And yeah. I think because it's what fuels your body, like you said... You have to be intentional with it because if you're putting positivity in, you get positivity out. If it's a food that's fat, it's sugar, it's salt, you know that's going to slow you down in the long run. That's not going to fuel you to, you know, if there's a bear attack, which if we go back to, you know, early, early days, if you had to run, if you had to hunt, you needed food that was going to fuel you to do those things. But a lot of us, me included, I... A lot, of, a lot of people are able to work from home. A lot of people are stationary. A lot of people who are on their feet, let's say, you know, or if you are on your feet, you're just going to eat something quick. You may not eat something yeah. nutritional, yeah. but you're just trying to get to the next thing you have or to do. Or you're not eating at all. Or you're not eating at all. Yeah. Or you, you're on the couch and maybe you're not active at all. So you're at home. You're going to eat whatever you want. Who's to say you need to change that routine in your day? You know what I mean? So I think that um, this was a great topic. Because food is something that we need. Food is what fuels us. Food is needed. I think when you have kids, you pass down what you know, what your intentions of food are to them. And so I think it's good to take a look at your relationship with food and think, how can I be more intentional to live a more positive lifestyle, to have a more positive relationship with food? Because, you know, our self-image is wrapped around how we look. Right. And if you're not happy with how you look, because whatever happened in your life, or you just let yourself go a bit, it happens. But in order to change that, you have to change your relationship with food. And by how things are marketed to us as human beings in a Western world, excuse me, McDonald's is the number one in marketing. But it's the most unhealthy thing you can put in your body. Yeah. But we, every kid knows what the Golden Archers are, yeah. what it means. Yeah. They don't need to see the sign yet. And they know McDonald's is over there. Some of them don't even speak, like, English. Yeah. But they know what McDonald's is. Yes. You know what I mean? And I, I think, think yeah. that's why yeah. you have to just change your relationship with food. I know people think that produce, it is more expensive. But I feel like, where, where are your resources going anyway? 
Yep. If we're all online shopping, getting shit we don't really need that we can't really utilize because we've been inside anyway, spend the extra money on the produce. Right. Make something you've never made before because I promise you it tastes good. I think when people hear vegetables and vegan and they're like, what do you eat? Or it doesn't have to be vegan, but like you said, you don't have to have fried chicken. Chicken can be made in so many different ways, but it's easier to dash it in oil, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this was good because I know I have struggles and I know my relationship with food has been rocky and weird and needs to be worked through, but we're working on it. And I'm interested to see how you guys are working on it. We would love to comment, your, you know, your let feedback. us know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we all can just have a better relationship with food if we lead with an intention. Um, because I think that that will set you on the right path. And yeah, purpose. Agreed. Um, Purpose is important. Like Ati said, um, you can let us know your thoughts pertaining to this topic on our Instagram. Blackmagic, B-L-V-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. There you'll be able to see new releases, which is every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, I want to thank you for every person that has listened in. in. You don't even know how much it means to me mm-hmm. that I'm doing something that one person is listening to. Because that's mm-hmm. all I really care about. You know what I mean? Like, yes, no one's trying to be RuPaul, but to reach the RuPaul population. <laughs> I mean, yo, like, I'm here for that as well. But uh-huh. I mean... I think y'all gotta know when when Kid first brought this up to me. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, cool, I'm definitely down. But she definitely made it clear, like, whether no one listens, whether yeah. one person listens, it's something that she wanted to do yeah. and to put out there. And I'm glad that, you know, she wanted me to be included in that as well. And we've done it 32 times now. 32 weeks. And it's been good. It's been great. And we're out. <coughs> Kivya speaking here. Adios, amigos. Episode 32 of It Is What It Is podcast, Kivya speaking here. We covered the intentional relationship to food. Um, We're going to make intentional relationships a parter, but part one, we covered food where we talked about the importance and our reasons and just touch base on food in general, our relationship and our thoughts towards it. Um, we would love to hear the feedback of our audience that can be done on our Instagram, blackmagic, B-L-V-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E on there. Just let us know, share, DM if you want to keep it private on there. Also, you'll be able to see new releases every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I can't wait to, um, see your comments and thank you again for listening. We out.